Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perek Samach Beis, Pasuk Aleph, Laman Tzion Lo Echsheh, Laman Yerushalayim Lo Eshkot, a very famous, famous Pasuk in Navi. And what's happening here is the Navi is speaking in the name of Hashem. And he is responding to the question, the age-old question, why must we go through all this travail, all this suffering, to have the Geula, have the Mashiach, etc.? Why? And answers the Navi, again speaking in the voice, as it were, of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Laman Sion lo echshe, Laman Yerushalayim lo eshko. Literally, for the sake of Zion, for Zion, I will not stay quiet. And Laman Yerushalayim, and in the sake of Yerushalayim, I will not be silent. Ad yetzei kenogat stokha v'yishuasa kelapid yevoher. Until the righteousness of Israel shines brightly and its salvation burns like a torch. In other words, until I get from Israel that degree of tshuva, a degree of fulfillment of the mission I have set for it, I will not rest. They will continue with the suffering because it is a bigger goal than they are. It is the goal of Zion as a primary influence in the world. It is the children of Israel as being a total God-fearing nation. And finally, what's important, and we've stressed this many times before, Israel must be a light unto the nations. Other nations must recognize the greatness, the uniqueness of Israel, and the fact that there is only one creator in the world. And until that, time comes, I am not going to rest, I am not going to be quiet, and there will be the continued suffering. The role, and that's the end game, the role goyim sidkech, that the nations of the world see your righteousness, the melochim kevodech, and all the kings your honor, and then the karalach shem chadash, you will be called by a new name, Asher Pi Hashem Yikavenu, which will be pronounced by the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Uh, we're going to get that name in a Pasuk or two. But that's the end game. The end game is until you fulfill the historic mission of being a Torah society, a light unto the Goyim, the suffering, the waiting will continue. And at that time, you will become a beautiful crown of glory in the hand of Hashem. Notice, Biyad Hashem. And Utsnif is a turban, Malucha Bekafelokecha, a turban of royalty, again, in the palm of your God. In other words, the crown usually rests on the head, and it will, but it will stay in God's hand never uh, to be removed. That is the metaphor of it staying in the hand of Hashem rather than the head. And so what will happen in those days, lo yomerloch od azuva, ulartzeich lo yamar od shmoma. They will no longer say, you are forsaken. Azuva, 
and you are desolate. You live in a desolate country. They will call you literally, she is my desire, and your land will be called newly married, as if a new bar, a husband. And because the Kaddish Baruch Hu wants you, and therefore because he desires you, or I desire you, the Kaddish Baruch Hu speaking, and your land will be like a newly married. The metaphor is bride and groom. It is fascinating that because of the Chetziba, I desire you, you will be like newly married. Our names that are used, those who the very Old Testament Christian society took those as literal names. That's why you have Hetzabiah and Beulah, really, come from these two things, say the Mepharshim. Moreover, continues the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Ki Ba'al, Ki Just as a young man just so desires and espouses a Basula, a virgin, so will your children espouse you. And as a newly man, exactly the metaphors, as a newly man rejoices over his bride. Your God will rejoice in you. And from this we get that the fact this is a young married chassan, marrying a virgin, where there's no history behind it, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like all this suffering never happened. You are going to be like a chassan and kawa, just engrossed in each other. Interestingly, Mepharshim say, from Yossis, there is a medrash that, uh, one, of course, this is more, Yossis means more than happiness. It's like a bliss, an ecstatic bliss. And Hashem will be as permanently happy with Israel. Say the Mepharshim from Yossis, like a wedding, like a new chassan, um, it's as if the suffering never happened. And most importantly, we have a medrash from it that the age of the Mashiach will last 7,000 years. How do we get that? Because just as a chassan, the new chassan has Sheva Brachos, and this is the Kaddish Baruch who is wedding himself to Israel. We know there's a medrash that a, a day in the life of the Kaddish Baruch who is a thousand years, as if it's a thousand years. Do the multiplication, you get 7,000 years. Uh, of course, there are those who really take this literally, but then it could be metaphorically with a, a much deeper meaning than we are aware of. Now the importance of tefillah for Yerushalayim uh, and for bringing the ultimate Mashiach. On your walls, Jerusalem, this is the Kaddish Bible speaking, I have appointed watchmen. All day, all night, Day and night are metaphors for day when there are good times in the Golas and there were, and bad times. He will be constant. And the watchmen, Tamit Lo Yechshu, they will not be silent. Their job is to be, remind Hashem, 
to be mashkirim to Hashem, not to be silent, to let this Mashiach come to bring the Geula. So who are these watchmen? There are very differing interpretations. Some say they are Malachim, whose job is it to just constantly pray to Hashem to rebuild Jerusalem. Some say it's the special Sadiqim who always had mourned Jerusalem and its destruction. Others say it's the entire Jewish people who await Geula and rebuilding. But in any way, we learn from that uh, that the power of tefillah to bring the geula cannot be overestimated. We see it in our own davening. For example, we just say three times, as we did now, three times a day in the Shemona Esrei. Um, Return in, in compassion, Yerushalayim. May you dwell in it. As you've promised. Build it eternally, swiftly in our days. And that's followed by a Semach David Avdecha. The branch of David, may you will sprout again. The carnal Cherumbi Yisheshecha, Hili Yishu Asra Kivinu Kol Hayom. We have waited for this the entire day. In other words, the power of Tefillah, we see it in the Birkas Hamazam, the Yerushalayim Yircha, Baracham Yintashir. So that never underestimate the power, the force of the Tefillah. The Altik Nu Domilo, Adjihonain, Adjosimis, Yushalayim, Tefillah, Baaretz. And do not give Hashem rest. This is the Navi speaking. Do not let him rest until he makes Yushalayim the proud and joy of the world. Adjihonain, the Adjosimis, Yushalayim, Tefillah, Baaretz. This means. you cannot lose the hope. You cannot ever let the hope, even in the good times. And they work, as we've learned, good times, very good times. And Golos, you still don't let your resolve flag. Because God is sworn by his right hand and by his strong arm. Interesting metaphor. I shall never give your grain as food to the enemies. Or foreign nations will plunder your wine. Uh, which you've worked so hard. What does that mean? We have seen in the Tochacha, that rebuke, those terrible curses that Kaddish Baruch Hu has uttered on B'nai Yisrael, in Chavches Lamed Gimel of the Tochacha in Kisavo, it says, Priyad Moscha, the fruit of your land, everything you've worked for, Yochal, they will eat, that's a curse. Strangers will eat in Masher Lo Yodata, strangers you don't know. And you will be subservient and oppressed by them all your day. And so what the Kodesh Baruch was saying, this is a very real threat. Remember, we're talking about a primarily agricultural society, and year after year, after the hard work of the produce and the harvest 
or about to be harvested or the wine in the wine press, it has come and destroyed, plundered, and taken away by, by strangers. So this is a very real bracha with the Kaddish Baruch Hu saying this is going to be over. The tochacha will not take effect. Um, the implied message, of course, is we will never again in the time of the Mashiach invoke the tochacha. Pasuk test. It will be gathered and you will give thanks to the Kodesh and it will be eaten and drunken in the courtyards of Yerushalayim. So this would, on its surface, Lipshuto mean you're talking about the gifts to the Kohanim that are eaten in the chutzes of Yushan, like Maser Shani, which you can eat yourself, or Neta Rabbi, you bring the fruits in the fourth year. Uh, other Reforshim say that no, in those messianic areas, the chutzer will be all of Israel, will be chutzer. Um, and therefore, it will be celebrated throughout the land. Ivru, Ivru Basharim, Panu Derech Ha'am. Go through the gates, enter the gates of Yerushalayim, go from one end to another, panu derech ha'am, clear away for the people, solu solu hamaselo sa'u me'evin, take away the stones, the obstructions, herimunes al ha'amim, show the gayim, the miracle of the existence, of our existence. In other words, tshuva, that is what we're talking about. Clear the obstacles for tshuva. Without tshuva, this cannot happen. Let the word of God go out to the ends of the earth. And they will say to us, This is your salvation has come. This is your wages that you've worked so hard uh, in the Kaddish Road, Tzvila and Staka, and they are in your hands. They are yours. Um, continues the Navi, the Karulahem Am HaKodesh Guli Hashem, the Loch Yikarei And they will call you, the nations of the world will acknowledge your supremacy, your uniqueness, the fact that there is one God and they are part of that. They want to be affixed to that. And you will be called, sought after, the ear is, everyone is looking to be part of this great miracle. Lonezra, and you were never abandoned, and we treat it in the times of the Mashiach as if this never happened, the suffering. This never happened, the desolation, etc. And then we are going to go back to a very real enemy of B'nai Israel, whose gullus we are still in today, Edom, Rome, 8.45 a.m. Monday morning, Adkan.